welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, where we're going track by track, song by song, through all of Weezer's catalog. Um, I'm Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute. And I'm Zach Fracking-Smith. You can follow me on Twitter, at The Informal Log. How you doing, Zach? Oh, I'm doing great. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, the first beautiful day <laughs> since, since we are all quarantined. Uh, so I got outside, did some yard work. So if I'm out of breath, that's Stay in your yard. Right, we did. We did. Don't worry. Uh, there, uh, the neighbor kids like came to our driveway, oh, no. and you know, I, I wasn't thinking. I'm like, oh hey, and then their parents, I, I, you know, Zach, they, I I can see you wearing. Have you seen that picture of the the of the of the dress, <laughs> the six foot out <laughs> at the bottom? No, <laughs> I can see you wearing a very much not not a dressy dress, but you know a thing a, like a plastic hula hoopy thing. Oh no, <laughs> like I'd that. go all out. I'd make it a ball gown, make it a petticoat. Have oh, you worn really? a petticoat wow. like okay. that, Eric? Okay. Uh, yeah. When I was in Little Women, the musical, uh, <laughs> I I was playing. I played John Brown. I think was the character name. I don't know. I, they asked me to do it. Like I, I saw the movie, before. the recent movie, but I, I haven't seen I it. Uh, Meg's husband. Um, and, uh, I don't remember Meg. <laughs> <laughs> that's the old that's one. Bad. I think that's Tom Watson. Oh, okay. Or wait, no, she was Joe. Was she Joe? The main one's Joe. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I, uh, sure. yeah, yeah. Meg, the old, the oldest of the daughters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. A- anyway, so I, I'm like, oh my God, I want to try on one of those petticoats. So I, you know, <laughs> tried it on. It is terrible to kind of figure out how to move around in that thing. It's awful. Um, yeah, but no, we we've been joking at the library that we're going to use uh, um, yardsticks. Each of us have our own yardstick, yeah. and as long as you know we don't click, we're fine. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, it's halfway there. <laughs> it's halfway to the right. Exactly. Like you, you you would tape it to your chest, and then you would kind of turn with it. Um, you see, this image doesn't work well for for an audio podcast, but imagine I have my hands upon my breasts, and there eric what are we talking about today are you clothed (laughs) (laughs) that's that's for just me and the microphone skip that skip that (laughs) okay uh yeah we're talking about the eighth track from maladroit called place the blade originally now it's called space rock Doesn't that make sense that you mythic ball a song to place the blame and then takes the space off? Uh I don't nothing about this song makes sense. Oh. So um that uh yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Well what what'd you think of this one? No, uh yeah, I mean it's it's a pretty good it's a pretty good rocker, you know. It's 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 not real heavy, but you know, and that's that's so that's the one thing I read. I, I I did not pick up on it, but I can kind of see little bits of it that I read that that uh, apparently um, uh, Brian Brian he described the song as Spaceman Three ish, mm-hmm. and I know I know that band because they the one guy of the main two guys for that left, and he's the main guy. He's the only main guy for the band Spiritualized, which I love. 
So I haven't, I can't, I've only listened to a couple tracks, I think, of Spaceman 3-ish a while ago. Or, I'm sorry, of Spaceman right. 3. <laughs> um, and, you know, this, this I, I can see little bits of nods to, I, I think, between what I heard then and, and, and what I know spiritualized now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that, but, but it's, but otherwise it's just, a, it's just, a, I think a, it's a pretty good rocker, you know? Mm-hmm. It, I, I mean, yeah, Mm-mm. I've never heard of Spaceman uh, three, by the way. Yeah. Uh, in any way, shape or form of that's, that's the first time I've ever heard of this, but, <laughs> uh, it's, it's an, it's interesting. I, it, it, it kind of like Connor was saying, uh, last episode about how, mm-hmm like the last half of this album is very experimental. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you see that really, you know, with burned it to jam and, uh, the, and this one too, you know, it just, it's all kind of like, okay, we're just gonna, we're just gonna do what we want here. And I, I mean, it doesn't sound like any kind of space rock music, you know, like there's, there's not, not a synth in sight, you know, and, uh, it's, ugh. you know, I, I, I wonder if this was just kind of like a leftover from songs from the black hole that they decided to put on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, it, yeah, yeah, it's okay. You know, I'm, I have no strong opinions one way or another with it. Honestly, I, I it, I never understood what he was saying. He did a little breathy the entire time until mm-hmm. I looked at the lyrics. Um, but you know, otherwise the, the music's pretty good. There's a good solo. It's short, you know, and that's a lot Uh-oh. of this. Uh oh. Now, now we're getting back to green. <laughs> well, but that—that's the thing with a lot of these yeah. uh, back half um, tracks, B sides, I guess we should say. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, I mean, going back to what Connor said, that these kind of sound like demos. Like this is a demo album, mm-hmm. um, and that it could have been a little bit more polished. Like the first half is extremely polished and really well done. And then the second half is kind of starting to get, you know, like, yeah, kind of like they were rushing it out. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I mean, like, I, I don't hate it. Like, I'm not going to skip over it. It's, it's an interesting song. It feels like a segue to a different thing. Like if this was a, a musical, this would be a, you know, one of those in-between scenes when they're trying to move giant set pieces or something. Mm. Which, you know, when we write our Weezer musical, <laughs> yeah. that's what we'll do. Um, you, you mentioned the, the lyrics, and, you know, I, I would I would have to agree that I really probably did hardly understood hardly any of it. But but when looking at them closer, you know, I do see that in that verse two. You know, they're pinning you to the boards. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always looking back. It seems like at Blue or maybe Pinkerton. In this, in this case, definitely Pinkerton um, with Butterfly. You know that mm. uh, that struck a chord for me that uh, of reminiscence of. Hmm. So I mean, it, it seems like he's pepper. You know, he's peppering in as as he continues on. And if we ever find that we're lacking in. Kind of seemingly these references to the past. I wonder if that's going to be for a, you know, a way better album or maybe a way worse, you know, or if it's just a mix. Yeah. Bag. Well, and I, I mean, like kind of looking at it, looking at different reviews, that it's uh, the the song was rewritten 
quite a bit. Um, and it, it represents a lot of what Rivers was feeling at the time regarding uh, his fans. So, mm-hmm. you know, you want to cry when you're dealing with the kids. That makes sense, you know. Um, it Like if you're thinking of the audience as your kids. Um, and then also they know it all and then they're pinning you to the boards. That's essentially him saying, well, the fans apparently know better than me. And they're trying to stick me to where they want me to go instead of where I want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that's uh, it's a game and you'll play, but you can't have fun when all you do is say lies. It's uh, the demo lyrics are are pretty interesting as well. Uh, you want to die when you're speaking to the blind, which I mean that could almost be again the same the same kind of basic idea of. You know, Rivers feeling he's being boxed into a corner, but like, uh, maybe not blind, but like a tunnel vision uh, of of fans of like you. Re- we we want we we don't want green. We want something more like blue and Pinkerton, but they're you know two completely different things. And um, you know, and he's just like he just wants to give up. You know, this is not a love song. <laughs> So, so it's uh, it's it's an oddball out with it not being a love song. Yeah, yeah. For this well, and album, I think you know now that I now that I'm like looking at everything here. Yeah, okay. I like the song a little bit better. You know, kind of thinking about it because it's it, like it almost feels like a you know again kind of that transitional song. So it's almost it could be referencing how he feels. When writing the Green Album, you know, oh, yeah. Uh, mm. and especially if you're talking about, you know, Butterfly being pinned to the board. Hmm. Very interesting. Um, the the so another a, a big thing musically that I heard is our big old uh, left channel right channel. <laughs> the, the 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 first two seconds of that guitar there is in the right channel only, mm-hmm. um, and that same riff it comes back at the end of like the oohs you know, mm-hmm. um, and and it's still at that point it's only it's only in the right channel. Now at that point though I think there's there's a good bit of other stuff going on uh, mm-hmm. too. But, yeah. Um, but it's, it starts off all by itself. <laughs> it's very clearly heard for me. Right, yeah. My headphones. See, and I, I always, because I never have time to actually prepare for these things. <laughs> um, you know, even though we say weeks in advance we're going to record, uh, when we're going to record, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do I'll do my homework that, you know. And then I'm like, oh, crap, I have to record today. So I just listen through my phone uh, at the dinner table, usually. Um <laughs> And I'm like, hey, Joe, you want to hear what song we're covering today? <laughs> What'd you think of that one? Um, she did not listen to this one. So, but just just so you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's about all I got on this one. Yeah, right. I don't have much more. Yeah. I mean, it's a short I, I, I song. Do, that... I do highly recommend, though, Spiritualized. I mean, not, I don't know as much about Spaceman 3, but. Yeah. Y'all should. So, like, uh, I explain... mean, especially, especially their, 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 I think, I think it's their defining album uh ladies and gentlemen we're floating in space you should well, try first that's the one i heard first that's for sure i mean but... it goes right along with space so, rock 
It's, it's kind of shoegazy a little okay. bit, but it's so also... like what, describe their music. Shoegaze, please. Shoegazy. Yeah. It's kind of what? Shoegaze. Well, that's that's a it kind of Shoegazy. comes out of the what 90s-ish, does that even mean? You know, especially you know the the, the bands that did it the most that uh, like are Smashing Pumpkins and Blue and My Bloody Valentine. Um, but you know, and, and this is mainly a band okay. from the aughts. Um, spiritualized and you know it's 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 the, the idea that people just when, when they kind of dance is even done in the simpsons for when the pumpkins were on the simpsons you know the, all the kids in the in the crowd of at a concert of theirs they're all just like mm-hmm. damn near looking down at their shoes and, and just just barely shifting as a dance <laughs> oh got it okay okay now everything makes sense to me now okay so I would enjoy them. I, I would hope so. I, you know, I'd be yeah. surprised if anyone doesn't like some of their songs, at least. Well, I mean, that goes for any band. Well. Come on, Eric. <laughs> I even like some Beatles songs. Jeez. Right. Well, and, and, and even yeah. a, um, a, a, a sister podcast on the, on the network, PantheonPodcast.com. Uh, no Filler. Uh, they just did a one of their like sidetrack, I think they call, episodes. After after they mm-hmm. covered uh, Smashing Pumpkins, then they then they covered uh, Spiritualized. Really? Uh, yeah. Hmm. And they, they don't, they I'm cover, glad you listened. They didn't to... cover the whole their whole uh, discography. They, I think they focused like on their first album, I think, which I haven't heard that okay. much of. But um... I'm glad you listened to the podcast on the network. <laughs> I feel bad. I need to start listening to more. But I just you know when you get a good audiobook, you can't you can't stop. Uh, that would be where I would segue into an Audible ad, yeah. if we had one. Um, so, uh, okay, here here's a dynamic ad in case we get uh, an Audible thing. All right, Eric, be quiet. Okay, that should be enough space for me. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, who covered this song, Eric? Um, well, of course, there's the Weezer cover project. Uh, you know, very much just acoustic guitar and no lyric, no uh, vocals. Uh, uh-huh. And sometimes they do, and I, I can't recall if I listened to this one or not a few days ago when I was doing the most research. And, um, but sometimes they, they sometimes they seem to replicate the vocals, you know, guitar-wise, mm-hmm. but other times they're not. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm kind of getting a little over <laughs> checking them out all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, they're probably not going to cover the vocals, and that really rubs me the wrong way. Um, right. But um, so then, uh, the only other thing I found just on YouTube um, was uh, this one one one. Uh, I'd say kid, but he's probably late teen, early twenties. Um, um, and I, th- I think he's I think he was fairly well covering it. You know, he wasn't there. There was definitely some drums and so forth that was being done by someone else off outside the video. You know, mm-hmm. whether it was it could have been you know isolated from the from the real recording or something. I don't know. Edited a little bit by him, um, mm-hmm. but um, uh, Sam Hales was his name. So uh, I could Great post that if, if anyone's interested, or maybe not. <laughs> if Jeff's interested, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's about that's about it. So you want to you want, do we want to move on to our ratings? I think so. So 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 Zach, what would you rate this song? Space. Um, I'm gonna give it a six point five. Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's great. It's just kind of, eh. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's what that's what I'll go with. 
And what about you, Eric? Um, I'll give it a 7.5. Oh, wow. Look at this guy <laughs> over here. Take a, take a like like I up. said, I mean, it's just, just it's just got this nice nice general feel it's not too aggressive it's but it's not too it's it's it's, it's nice coming off of burnt jam and mm-hmm. you know that with that as as uh you know as as i mentioned bell and sebastian and that's that's a whole indie pop you know that i'm you know there's plenty of other bands besides them like the shins and decemberists and stuff like that 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 mm-hmm. uh, but but most it most exemplified bell and sebastian and their vocals i think to me but um but uh, this one is just a nice ramp up, and, and I think we get a, get a little bit more hard rock in the next couple songs or so. Oh yeah, um, for so this sure. is a nice well, it, fill, you know in between, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's good. It's 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 nice. Well, I mean that just that it's opening good. riff it tells you it's you're into something a little bit different, mm-hmm. you know, than yeah. than what we just had. So, um, well, that's we we did it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'm Zach Fracking Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log, and I'm Eric Nash. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Lucky Mustard, uh, but you can also catch uh, my other couple uh, movie by minutes shows, uh, Watchmen Minute and Almost Famous Minute. And like I said, uh, I mentioned a Pantheon podcast before, and Almost Famous and this this show are both on the wonderful uh, Rock and Roll Pantheon Podcast Network. Yeah, PantheonPodcast.com. You can check them out also at Pantheon Pods on Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, which I highly recommend, uh, you can follow us at Feels Like Weezer. You can join the Feels Like Weezer Listener Society on Facebook. You can also just like us on Facebook. Just give us a, just give us a little like. Just go click. That's all you got to do. Um, and we would be forever grateful if you could leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite uh, podcatcher of choice that allows reviews. Um, it really helps out the show, and it's completely free. What? Weird. Um, so, uh, but if you do want to spend money on us, you can check out our Tee Public as well. Uh, there's a link down down in the in the com in the uh, in the the show notes that you can you can take a look there. Uh, we got some. Oh, hello, child. She likes that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has, has she gotten a little feels like Weezer, you know, little T-shirt? Not little yet. I didn't t-shirt? even think about that. Maybe I should. Well, I mean, we're 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 having a child in August, yeah. so maybe I'll get a little feels like Weezer onesie. Feels like onesie. Um, Wherever those oh, little man. kids things are closer called. Yeah, they're called onesies. I don't know those terms. Well, I mean, unfortunately, I I think you have to special order yours uh, yeah. if, if then when they make them in your size. Welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, where we're going over uh, all of Weezer's catalog, track by track, song by song. Um, and today we're going over the eighth track from. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm doing this wrong. <laughs> and I'm Zach Fracking Smith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.